If you take a step, I will make sure that you take the next. If you tell a lie, I'll just nod my head. Yeah, I'll let it slide. Cause you woke me up and there's birds outside. And I still feel drunk, but I'm glad you did. Cause last night you to slightly sobbing everybody i am in the studio today with ms angel hi oops <laughs> anyways we're hi great. <laughs> we're doing great guys i hope you're doing great um angel and i know each other because of work she's also a ticketing extraordinaire 
probably more so than I am, obviously. Not necessarily, no, but <laughs> we both, yeah. We do ticketing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun, fun stuff. <laughs> um, so today's theme is picked by yours over here, Angel. <laughs> I was going to say yours truly. I'm like, no, it wasn't. Um, it's Angel, and it's called Endings because that's sad, <laughs> and endings are sad. Um, Angel, do you want to kind of touch on why you chose this theme? Um, I guess it's just a sad, it, you know, when you asked me to do the show and you were like, just we talk about, sad. yeah, like we, pick, <laughs> we, we, we talk about sad themes and I was like, what in my life has, and especially like to, in combination with music has been something that's sad and relates to like the music in my life. And I think it's, and I put it together that like I, I already had this playlist mm-hmm. together that it's like my the playlist uh, is called Cry About It because <laughs> each of the songs, there's something about them that, you know, relates to something that I realized was some kind of ending either like mm-hmm. most of them obviously are some kind of like romantic relationship ending. Um, but there's other endings like, you know, when people pass away, mm-hmm. um, whether it's, you know, someone that you're related to or even if it's just uh like a celebrity that you didn't realize you know we've been having so many celebrity deaths yeah totally um of late that it's like you don't realize you know how how much that person or that musician that artist affected you until like they're gone and you're like oh wait like and then you're just stuck there to like decompress it right and (laughs) and then you just go back and you just listen to you know all of their music over and over again um and and trying to get back, I don't know, you know, I don't know what you're trying to get back, but you're trying to get back something. You're Just, trying to get back to that. Yeah, like something making sense. It doesn't make sense anymore at a right. certain point. Um, yeah, well, the de- definition via the dictionary.com <laughs> website <laughs> for endings is an end or final part of something, especially a period of time, an activity, or a book, or a movie. <laughs> it has orbs. <laughs> That it, it's actually exactly that's a very weird way to write it out but yeah I mean I guess ending is such a it seems like such a absolute but I feel like it's not you know like it's like you're like oh it's the end of it but it's like there's so much residual ending that kind right. of goes into things which is like I feel like the harder part like kind of making peace with an ending absolutely as, instead of like I don't know but yeah I feel like a lot of endings at least like when you're in your mid 20s, early 30s, or even in your 40s, probably it's just like I mean, and even younger, even in high school, yeah, like, totally, you know, or in grade school, middle school. I mean, you know, when middle school's over and you have to go to high school. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was such a sad time. Yeah, and I mean, and then it's I mean, all, just all of you know, yeah, the endings of the different periods of school. It's like I remember, you know, leaving elementary and going to middle school, leaving middle school, going to high school, leaving high What's school. What's your going to college. first like memory of something ending that made you like very sad? Do you remember? Um, or like we can come back to it too. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I would immediately probably go to when my grandmother died because mm-hmm. I was 12 when that happened, I think. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and that was definitely like the first death I ever had to deal with. I don't think I there was anybody in my family or anybody I knew that had had died before that. Uh, before my grandmother so 
I would it's say such that. a confusing time when like the first person that like actually means something to you dies and you're just like what's happening i mean like i feel also on the opposite end of this i don't know if you had this ever happen but like when my so my dad died when i was like three i didn't really have a relationship with him obviously i was three but then the residual ending of that i like feel like it was weird because everyone else got an ending and i was like well, I never really had a beginning. Right. <laughs> so it's like, how can you have an ending to something that never was actually, like, begun? Which is kind of a weird, like, concept, too. Which I feel like kind of happens with smaller relationships, too, when you first start dating someone and you're like, this is great. And then, like, they then either ghost you. Right. Or, like, <laughs> right. It's like, I mean, it's, like, completely, like... Different ends of the spectrum, but, yeah. like, they have similar... Similar feelings. Yeah. Or like, yeah, it's just like something like you're saying. It's just something that never started. Yeah. That's now over. Those feelings, I feel like, are my most confusing endings because I'm like, I don't <laughs> like. Well, it's like, am how I am I supposed to this? feel? Exactly. Why am I upset? Like, sh- am I warranted to be upset? Like, exactly. I never even had anything so, before yeah. to be upset that it's over because there was never anything there. So when your like grandmother died, did you feel like confused with your feelings or were you kind of like oh this is how I'm supposed to be feeling you know it was I mean that was just such a strange not strange but I you know she lived it it wasn't somebody that I saw every day Mm -hmm. um you know I I loved her she you know I grew up in LA and my whole family's from New Jersey and she lived in New Jersey and she would come visit us like once a year and she would stay with us for a week. And it was like my favorite week of the year. I love when grandma was there. Like she was the best. Like my grandmother, like she was definitely like the like female, like role model in my family that I like looked up to the most. Like she was just a very like badass woman. Mm-hmm. She would, you know, come to our house for a week and like, play solitaire and drink a Budweiser (laughs) and like snack on like radishes like that was like her (laughs) thing it was so strange but I like loved it and I would just like sit next to her like watching her play solitaire yeah um and she liked to like sit out on our porch she wanted to like be outside because you know the weather in New Jersey there's very few days of the year where you can actually be outside because it's either too hot or snowing um (laughs) east coast weather yeah so I mean so when she passed away it was like you know I only saw her you know once a week every or you know for a week once a year and so it was like well I'm just not gonna see her anymore yeah and that's like once a year like that you know and it was like yeah and so it's like while that was sad it was just something that also like wasn't a part of my daily life though totally so I feel like it was a lot easier for me to deal with because like my daily life didn't change yeah and I feel like you know when you have endings in your life that don't directly affect your daily life that I feel like maybe they're slightly easier to process yeah or it's easier to like ignore on right. like the weird right. offhand right. Like, totally. I mean because I do that I'm yeah. just like and I'm just not gonna think about it which right. is so unhealthy but totally but it happens um okay cool I, I mean, not cool. That's, like, very sad. <laughs> but, like, I think endings are a super important part. And I feel like a lot of people don't want to talk about endings because they're, like, it's over. Like, it's fine. Right, right. But it's, like, there's that's a whole other thing that people need to process that I feel like gets hugely ignored. Um, even, like, friendships ending, you know? Like, I feel like I have some friends who are, like, whatever. Like, I'm just not friends with them. I'm, like, how can you be, like, so okay with just not being friends with someone that you've been friends with? Forever, like, yeah. It just Or even, like... I don't know. Or I feel even like for like a few years or something. Yeah. Either way. Um, 
But anyways, let's transition back into your playlist and we'll come back and talk about probably relationship endings because <laughs> those are fun. Um, but and that's what most of those so- these songs are related to <laughs> anyway, so it's fine. I feel like a huge part of this show is very relationship-based, so this is perfect. Well, slightly sobbing. You're always, <laughs> always sad. Like, yeah, right? I'm always slightly sobbing. Slightly sobbing about some relationship. <laughs> so many S's. Um, <laughs> so we will be back. Up next is uh, Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi, which I love. So thank you guys for staying tuned. This is on BFF.fm. I am Sensitive Urban Female, and we are listening to Slightly Sobbing.
and hello we are back on slightly sobbing you are listening to bff.fm i'm your host sensitive urban female and we are in the studio with angel hi hi (laughs) and we're talking about endings because those are fun and sad um but yeah let's let's just dive right in how about relationship endings what was your first relationship that ended and how did it end um (laughs) that's a good question or one the one that affected you i guess yeah i mean i guess it was you know i never had a um never had a boyfriend in high school and I never had, I think I, I did have a couple boyfriends in middle school. Mm-hmm. Those were <laughs> legit. Um, I think in Eighth sixth grade romance. Right? Well, in sixth grade, I remember uh, my boyfriend's name was Alvaro. Mm-hmm. And uh, we never talked to each other. Someone once pushed <laughs> us into each other to hug, and we were both very afraid oh, and God. ran away. But that was my boyfriend. <laughs> it was. That was my first relationship. I love sixth grade. <laughs> yeah. And then my seventh grade relationship was like with like the best friend. Like my best friend lived in my neighborhood. Like didn't go. We didn't go to school together. She went to a different school mm-hmm. and she had a boyfriend and she was a year older than me. So she was in eighth grade and I was in seventh grade. And her, like one of her boyfriend's best friends, you know, mm-hmm. became my boyfriend. <laughs> I think we we went and saw... Um, Austin Powers together, maybe cool. Austin Powers too. Very romantic. Um, yes, <laughs> and it was like very strange too because it was like the Austin Powers with fat bastard. Oh that's yeah, just so gross. <laughs> and even for like twelve year olds that like think that's funny, and I was like, this is so weird to like yeah. be on. The, like you're holding my hand and we're watching like this fat man like shove food in his. I don't know. The forced hand holding is so like I just remember that so vividly. From, like, 6th and 7th grade, the weird hand-holding that, like, you didn't actually want to do. And right. And it's, like, so uncomfortable. That you're like, but this is what we should do. Yeah. I like you. This is <laughs> this is how it works. But it was, like, I can't even remember. That 6th grade relationship, I literally can't remember how that ended. I feel like I broke up with him. But I don't know why. Or, like, <laughs> it was just, like, maybe school ended. And then it was, like, well, it's we're expected. not together. I don't know. I, but the... The seventh grade relationship, yeah, I can't remember how that went. I feel like that one ended because he was going into high school, (laughs) and like we didn't go to the same school, and I was just like, "This is too hard." (laughs) The distance, (laughs) I don't know. And so, like, I think we both Uh, like mutually agreed that, like, yeah, it's probably not gonna work out. And then, like, in eighth grade, no, I guess it was like maybe. Oh, I guess I had a boyfriend in ninth grade, and again, my same best friend. It was like. (laughs) She had, you know, we had gone into high school, but she was a grade older. And so I was in ninth grade and, uh, and, you know, she was in 10th grade and she had some other new boyfriend. And so his best friend then became like your boyfriend, my boyfriend. <laughs> no, this um, is my boyfriend. And maybe it was like at the end of eighth grade or something. Like it was like right when I was going into, uh, into high school and, then I like went into high school and I was like in this new school with all these new people <laughs> and like, you know, again, he didn't go to the same school. He went to some other school. <laughs> um, and then I ended up liking this boy at school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I need to like break up with my boyfriend because I like this other boy. <laughs> Very responsible though. Right? So I, I broke up with, so I broke up with that guy and again, used the same excuse of like, <laughs> 
the distance. And he's like, but I'm going to be getting a car soon. I'm like, no, it's still (laughs) too far away. Uh, So I broke up with him. And then I think he was, I think that guy was my, was my first kiss too. Mm. And I think we kissed in a movie theater. Nice. But right before we kissed, or maybe we kissed and then he like pulled away and he's like, will you be my girlfriend? Oh God. And I'm like, yes. And then I'm like, okay, like this is how relationships work. You make out and then it's your, and then he asked you to be his girlfriend and that's your relationship. So I broke up with him, (laughs) that guy. And, uh, which, God, that guy later got on Facebook like a couple oh, years no. ago. He like messaged me and I was like, oh, hey. And he was like married with kids, like living in Colorado. I was like, oh, great. Like whatever. And then like we, ch- he was like, yeah, like I, I don't even, like we had like a very like remedial chat about like, seems like your life is going well. I'm doing this. Great. Help, yeah. help. Like I like, it was nice when we knew each other. Yeah. 20 years ago. Um <laughs> Whatever. And and I was like, okay, cool. And then, like, I can't remember how long after that, like six, maybe like six months to a year after mm-hmm. that, like, you know, we remained Facebook friends or something. There was like a weird Facebook post that, like, he, status update that he made that was like, yeah. I'm a cheating bastard and I, like, don't know how to treat my wife. And, oh like, my God. Shit. And I was like, what's going on and then i like went back and like the comment had or like the status had been deleted and like his whole account was deleted oh, so like clearly she like hacked his facebook and, <gasps> oh. and i was like ooh, well. see you dodged a bullet right <laughs> could have been me yeah. um <laughs> high school sweethearts yeah never last just never kidding. last <laughs> but then so so i broke up with that guy and then i had a crush on this other guy and we ended up you know making out yeah at at, oh at a show it was actually and the funny thing was it was actually the first show i ever went to oh. we had um like especially like it was a yeah it was the first show i ever went to and it was like at this little club called the cobalt <laughs> in the valley that like you know we would all go do that like our friends bands would play at and like local bands yeah. high school bands would play at and i went with these girls that like i had recently become friends with because i went to this high school where it wasn't the high school that my middle school fed into. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know a ton of people there. Yeah. Um, but I made friends with these girls and they were really cool. And they're like, we're going to go to the show. And I was like, great. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went and then that boy was there that I liked. Nice. And like we made out. And so then afterwards, I was like, all right, we made out. It's my boyfriend <laughs> now. Like, this is great. <laughs> and um, and then like we went to school the next day and every, and I didn't know the terminology either too that i didn't understand like people were like oh like you guys hooked up like did you hook up and that was always so blurry though in high school like what does hook up even mean what does hook up mean (laughs) and i totally thought hooked up meant like you hooked up into a relationship like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) and so people would ask me and i'm like i don't know i don't know yeah and then um and then, like, you know, the whole week of school, because this happened on, like, the weekend, and then we had the week of school where everyone was, like, milling about about yeah. it. And uh, and then by the end of the week, like, the guy had been being, like, standoffish to me, like, the yeah. whole week. A little awkward, like, weird. And then at the end of the week, like, he came up to me at my locker, and he was like, hey, like, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> and I was like, sure. Mind you, okay, we're 14. Yeah. 14 years old. <laughs> comes this is like after school comes to my locker we sit at a picnic table and we're talking to each other and he's like so like 
you know, I think you're really cool and everything, but like, I just don't want to be in a relationship right now. <laughs> you're we're 14. Like what? I'm like, really are... busy. I have a lot, a lot right. of stuff going on. Right. And he's like giving me this whole spiel like, but I think you're really great. And like, but like, I just like don't want to be in a relationship right now. Like I can't be in a relationship. I don't know. Like something like that. And I was sort of like deadpan staring at him. Yeah. Like, and I was like, is that it? And he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, is, is this, I was like, okay, like, is this it? And he's like, uh, yeah. I was like, okay, well, I have to go because my dad's here to pick me up. <laughs> and he was like, uh, okay. I was like, all right, I'll see you next week. And I, like, left, and he was, like, so confused. Oh, my gosh, yes. Were you sad, though? You know. Or, like, were you just like, no, you're, you're like, were you a mature 14-year-old? I feel like I would have been, like, devastated. I would have put up that front, like, it's fine, whatever, and then, like, gone home and cried to, like, right. death cab or something. Right? I'm trying to think. Well, that this was also, oh, God, I should have put this on the playlist. But <laughs> this was back in the day. Um, do you know that band Rufio? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was, like, right when Rufio was coming up. And I can't remember if they, like, I feel like they might be from, like, Orange County. I don't think they were, like, quite from L.A., but they were from somewhere close enough that they would come and play this weird little venue that oh, we would yes. all go to. Um, and I remember seeing them there for the first time and that's how I found out about them for the first time and I was like obsessed with them so I probably went home and uh <laughs> listened to One Last Slow Dance by Rufio and cried we'll probably have uh, to play that, that my friend yeah right <laughs> we should play that I should have put it on this I was trying to think about high school songs but I couldn't put them together but um yeah, and the funny thing is, is this guy who, like, I had this whole experience is also, like, one of my best friends oh, now. Oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> that's My perfect. friend Ron, if Ron listens to this, which he probably <laughs> Hi, will, because, Ron. yeah. Because he's like, oh, something talking about me, I would love to hear about yes. that. Who doesn't, though? Right? Like, it's always an Easter egg, too. Um, um, but, but what about, like, so that was, like, your youth ending. What about, like, more mature ending that, like, kind of affected you the most? I mean... And, like, what did you do to, like, kind of close the chapter and or like get out of like being like i mean i guess endings don't necessarily need to be sad but you know sometimes it's like relieving yeah and i guess i i feel like that's when you know it's like you know when you're an adult or something (laughs) that like when you have an ending because you need to have an ending and not because like it just happened or not because of like something superficial but it's like my, I, you know, I, I dated a guy briefly in college that, like, destroyed me. And, like, mm-hmm. that first song that I, that, the that we played, survived. the Circus Survive song, like, he introduced me to Circus Survive. And, like, he loved that band. And, like, we would listen to that band together. And, like, you know, when we broke up, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I couldn't even listen to that album. Like, it <laughs> was too painful. Yeah. Um, and I actually found, God, there's so many things I should have fucking put on this playlist. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> but... When we broke up, I found this other band called Name Taken. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you. I don't know heard. that one. Okay, so they're a band from Orange County. Um, they're another like emo type band, mm-hmm. and it was like this was during the time that like Panic at the Disco oh, was okay. really popular. And so I was like looking Theater. for some reason at like the Billboard like indie Heat Seeker charts or something, and like Panic at the Disco was on there, and I was like you know being a nerd and like googled or like wicked like reading up on panic at the disco because i was like where do these people come from like what's their deal and they're like panic at the disco got their name from this band called name taken Mm. there's a song that's called panic by name taken um 
that has the line, Panic at the Disco. Nice. Um, and that's apparently where they got their name from. And then I started listening to that album by Name Taken. I was like, oh my God, this is like <laughs> the best, most amazing album. And I just listened to that album like over and over and over again after that college breakup um, that just destroyed me. And I had like one more relationship after that in college. And it was like at the very end of college. And mm-hmm. that relationship sort of ended because... He still had like another year of college and I was like moving back to LA and we would have had to do this long distance thing. And I was like, yeah. this is like, I can't do this Sometimes long distance. it's just like not worth it. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, and so that was sort of like an adult decision to end that relationship. Mm-hmm. But because I was like, this is long distance, it's not going to work. Like maybe once you graduate, we can see and whatever. Um, but the, the next guy that I ended up dating like right after that, like right after college, mm-hmm. We were together like two and a half years and the reason that we ended up breaking up is just because I eventually realized that like we just, as much as like we loved each other Mm -hmm. so much, like we just ultimately wanted to like live different lives. Yeah. Like he never wanted, he like never wanted to own a house, Mm -hmm. like never wanted to like settle down anywhere and he hated the idea of like anything that was sort of like in that realm of kind that. of more like like standardized yeah like, like or comfortable i mean i like want to be like mainstream sort of yeah he just was like absolutely not into it like and there and like you know and i sort of knew that for, about him from the beginning and i feel like this happens a lot in mm-hmm. relationships too is like you know stuff about people but you're like oh they'll change or they'll waver yeah. from that or whatever and it eventually gets to a point where you're like oh no, like they're they're not not going to change. Like this is, this is literally like, there's no changing them. And you realize like, if you try to change them, you're just going to make them unhappy. Yeah. And if you like, if you love that person, you don't want them to be unhappy. So it's like, I'm not going to sit here and like try to force him into something to like, and also like at the very end of our relationship, we ended up moving into this place that we both thought the other one wanted to live in. (laughs) And we were both like miserable in the apartment and was like, no, I moved in because you wanted to live here. He's like, no, I moved here because you want to live here. And we're both like, I don't want to live here. And we're like, why are we living here? Um, (laughs) Miscommunication. Yeah. And so it was just like so bad. And so it was just like such a sad, you know, it was really sad to break up with him because I, you know, I really loved him. And it wasn't like we didn't love each other. We weren't attracted to each other. We didn't get along or like whatever. But it was just like ultimately like it doesn't make sense for the long term. That's like the hardest endings too because you're like, I don't want to do this though. Right. Like why do I have to do this? But then you like know in your heart that you have to do it sometimes. And it's just like. It's going to be it's better <laughs> like in the long run as much as like, yeah, this is going to suck right now. Like, yeah, you know, it's just. That, yeah, those coming to terms with those endings, I feel like, are, like, so hard. And it's, I don't know, it's almost, like, crippling sometimes for me because I'm, like, I don't want to leave the house because I, like, know that, like, this is not, like, it's easy if you're ending a relationship because, like, someone's cheating on you or, like, you right. know Right, I mean? if there's, like, a like, very specific reason that a you can focus on. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then if there's not a justification for it and it's just kind of, you know, in your gut that you're supposed to do it, I feel like those are, like, so much harder to just, like, come to terms with. Like, the ending isn't, you know, set in stone. But then again, if you, like, get cheated on and stuff, then you just, like, have trauma <laughs> and, like, probably only think about that. Luckily, I've never been cheated on Neither that I know I. of. But. Yeah, I know. Like, knock on wood. <laughs> I know. Like, Jesus Christ. But 
also like if i have no one tell me like this is good <laughs> like we can Please. be an ignorant like i'm good with that um ignorant but yeah i don't know i mean it's weird too like the differing relationships that you like that people are in and have ended because there's some that like don't really matter to you right. you know like things that are like very like loose and like well i mean or you know something ends and it means something to one person it doesn't mean shit to the other person that's like the worst that's the fucking worst that's so sad and like am i allowed to curse yeah 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 it's 4 a.m no <laughs> no no babies are listening today um but yeah no that's like the worst i've definitely had that where one time I like initiated a relationship because I was like, this is going to be easy. And then it like wasn't easy. And I was like, what the fuck? Like this was supposed to be easy. You were supposed to like me. Right. Like you already told me you liked me. Like I wasn't supposed to have like, to try. What has happened here? And then it, like, yeah, the like we were like, and it was my fault because I was like going into a relationship because I knew it was easy. Like that's <laughs> rule number <laughs> one. Worst, don't do yeah, that, right. you know? But then like the weird power dynamic shifted and I was like finding myself like texting him like what are you doing like, and then I was like what am I doing like stop so I like ended it because I was like this is unhealthy I need to stop this but I like I feel like every ending I've had in a relationship has taught me something new about myself totally. which is really cool absolutely but also like it sucks that you have to like go through pain to learn things oh yeah <laughs> like I wish and my sister and I were actually just talking about this because she's like I did warn you about you know, like for my last episode, it was about quarter life crisis. And she's like, I did warn you that life would be hard after college. I'm like, yeah, but like you can't really experience it until you're experiencing it. And no. I was like, but also like, yeah, she probably definitely warned me. And like same with like relationships, like relationships like aren't like it's like fun 50 percent of the time. And then the other 50 percent of the time is like work and people I don't really feel like explain that. Like when I was younger, you know, it's like this flowery sense of like being in love and it's like even if it ends like it's gonna be a good thing but it's like no when it ends it's fucking horrible like fucking terrible it's not fun (laughs) no matter what like even if you're i you know it's funny like i also i had another relationship that was like right in between college and i say i never i've never been cheated on again that i know of (laughs) but my relationship between high school and college (laughs) i started dating this guy that like lived in my town and um like we started dating but then i was like going off to college i was moving i went to college at chico state like i'm from la so it's like i'm going to school eight hours away from where we are yeah and so it was like he wasn't my boyfriend like we were dating while i was in la and then i you know went up to school and but we would still talk and yeah you know and when i would come down to la i would like see him and we would like hang out and go to dinner and do stuff or whatever and then by like february ish or something i want to say he was like you know i want you to be my girlfriend or something and i was like okay you know because like we had been talking and like doing a lot of stuff and i was like okay so we like had this so then we had like you know that first semester of my freshman year we had like a fake long distance relationship because mm-hmm. we really weren't together and like I don't know. He was probably seeing other people. Yeah. Like, don't ask I was, hotel type. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so then, but then, you know, the second semester when he was like, I want you to be my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It was like, hopefully, I mean, at that point, like I stopped talking to other people and I yeah. was just like, you know, talking to him. And then when I came home for summer in May, um, I guess, yeah, I, 
because school ends, I guess, like the yeah, middle of May. Yeah, first day school, I think it ends in May. Yeah. yeah, and so my town does this fair every year over Memorial <laughs> Day weekend. Yeah, I came from a little hippie very town. Very cute. It's very cute. <laughs> it's like this fair that I've been going to every year since I was like four years old. Yeah. Um, and like everybody in the town goes. It's like this like, weird like Stars family Hollow. reunion. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Whatever. So we had, and it's but it's like a big party weekend too. So it's like everybody goes to the fair during the day, yeah. And then it was, and then there's there used to always be like parties at night, and everybody would like you know rage and party at night, yeah. And so we, one of my friends was you know having a party, and I was there with my boyfriend and all my you know best friends, like my hometown best friends, and like their boyfriends and whatever, and uh. I was like tired and I was like, I'm going to go home. And mm-hmm. my boyfriend like kissed me goodbye. And I like, he's like, okay, I'm going to stay. Cause like all his friends are there too. Cause you know, he was from the town, yeah. the town, not <laughs> Oakland. Um, and, uh, and so I left and then went home, went to sleep, whatever. The next morning, my best friend calls me mm-hmm. and I can't remember if, like, my other best friend had, like, texted me first. Yeah. Or, like, I can't remember exactly what happened. But, like, my best friend Hannah ended up telling me that, like, fuck, I can't remember if it was her (laughs) or if, like, my friend Annabelle had to call to tell me because Hannah was, like, afraid to, like, (laughs) talk to me or, like, to, like, tell me. Yeah. Maybe Annabelle told me and she was like, hey, like, I just wanted, like, Hannah, like, wanted to talk to you and... I just want to tell you that, like, last night, like, after you left, um, your boyfriend, you know, gave Hannah a ride home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. I have such a nice, yeah. <laughs> gentlemanly boyfriend giving my friends a ride home. And then she was like, yeah, well, like, you should talk to her about it or something. And then so I think at that point I talked to her and she's like, yeah, like, so he gave me a ride home, but then, like, made a move on me and told me that, like, you guys were just in a relationship, like, out of convenience and that, like... Oh my god! You weren't really, you know, <laughs> it like wasn't like a real thing or something. And she was like, "Please let me the fuck out of the car. Do not ever talk to me yeah, again. Get the oh fuck away from god. me. This is so uncomfortable." And she like went in her house and was like totally disgusted. And then was like afraid to tell me. Yeah, she's like, "This is your boyfriend." Oh my and god! I'm like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Goodbye." Like I was yeah. done with him. I feel like I was already starting to like be done with him. Like I was already starting to like get yeah. grossed out by him started working out a lot and he was getting those weird like neck I muscles you i, like, I hate when out. people are buff <laughs> yeah it was like it was like not cute anyway but um <laughs> so it was like when that relationship ended like the, i feel like that's the only relationship like one of the few relationships that i had that like i really felt like i was like done with yeah the you're relationship. like eh, it's fine like yeah. it's not like you're losing out on right that loser <laughs> i guess Right, like I had already felt like I like wasn't that into the relationship, and then that happened. I was like, "Great, yeah, you're like this is perfect. Thank you for being an right. asshole." <laughs> exactly, like that. Just you know, I like. I actually, I'm sure I've had one of those where it's like, "Oh, and you're proving to me why I don't like you, and right. we're good." Like this is okay, Great. perfect. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump back into this awesome playlist. This playlist is curated by Angel, so you guys are in for a treat it's very sad things and we'll be back in a bit this is slightly sobbing on bff.fm i am your host a sensitive urban female if i can remember my name
bottle I just wanna make you stay Keep you here right next to me You know you turn me on It's a feeling I can't fight So this ain't no
my word Oh, you're my favorite girl, you know it's true No, it's true Yeah, yeah, yeah Light of my world Round your city, round the clock. Everybody needs you. No, you can't make everybody equal. Although you got Buku family, you don't even got nobody being honest with you. Breathe till I evaporated. My whole body see through transportation handmade. And I know it better than most people. I don't trust them anyways. You can't break the law with them. Get some good she have a calm night. Shooters killing left and right. Working through your worst night. If I get my money right, you know I won't need you. And I tell you, I hope the sack is full up. I'm fucking no, I'm fucked up. Spend it when I get that. I ain't tryna keep you. Can't keep up a conversation. Can't nobody read you. Why your eyes well up? Did you call me from a seance? You were from my past life. Hope you're doing well, bro. I've been out here head first. Always like the head first. Signal coming in and out. Hope you're doing well, bro. Everybody needs you. Everybody needs you Ooh, nani nani This feel like a quaalude No sleep in my body Ain't no bitch in my body New beginnings uh, New beginnings Wake up high, the sun's going down Time to start your day, bro Can't keep being laid on Oh, you need the money Gonna survive every night, shit. every day, shit. Dropping baby off at home before my night, shit. You know I can't hear none of them spending night, shit. Kumbaya, shit. Wanna see Nirvana, but don't wanna die, yeah. Wanna feel that none of them come by, fuck with me after my shit. Know them boys wanna see me broke down, shit. Bumped out and shit, stressed out, shit. That's 
every dish. Shut the fuck up, I don't want your conversation. Rolling marijuana, that's some cheap vacation. My every dish, every night, every dish. Every night fucks every day up Every day patches the night up Oh God, you should match it, it's that KO No white lighters till I fuck my 28th up 1998, my family had the Acra Oh, the legend Kept at least six discs in the changer Back on Boswell and Percy had it active Couple bishops in the city building mansions Oh, the reverend Preaching self-made millionaire status when we could only eat at Shoney's on occasion After Trina hit, I had to transfer campus Your apartment, I didn't use since where I waited Staying with you when I didn't have a address Fucking on you when I didn't own a mattress Working on the way to make it out of Texas Every night Stopping baby, y'all been home for my night Yeah Sometimes I scare myself, myself. 
Hey, hospital band, a hundred bands, fuck a watch. Hundred grand and make your best friends turn to ops. I hear y'all bringing mine, ain't up or not. Guess I just turn the crowd game up a notch. See, y'all really shocked, but I'm really not. You know how many girls I took to the titty shop? If she get the ass with it, that's a 50 pop. I still bring the bad bitches in the city out. Uh, just a different type of leader. We could be in North Korea. I could smoke a whisker, leave her on. Told my wife I never seen her after I hit it by Felicia. That's the way that I'ma leave it up. Man, See, this is why all the bitches fuck with you, fuck what they talk about. Sometimes I they take me on myself, mass, off mass, myself. ask yourself. Shit could get menacing, frightening. Ask your whole girl right now. Look, you had a shot at yay. Sometimes I scared myself. Tweaking, tweaking off that 2CB, huh? This is why your bitches fuck with me, huh? Smash, she gon' end up on TV, huh? Last thing that you ever wanna see, huh? I can feel the spirits all around me. I think Prince and Bikers tryna warn me. They know I got demons all on me. Devil been tryna make an army. They been strategizing to harm me. They don't know they dealing with a zombie. Niggas been tryna test my Gandhi. Just because I'm dressed like Amber Combi. You see? You see? That's what I'm talking about. That's why I fuck with Ye. See, that's my third part. That's my bipolar shit, nigga. What? That's my superpower, nigga. Ain't no disability. I'm a superhero. I'm a superhero. <laughs> All right, some Kanye in the house. This is Slightly Sobbing on BFF.fm. You are listening to Endings with Angel. Hi. That's our uh, Endings with Angel. <laughs> that's our, our transition. Um, cool. So endings are a thing and everybody has them in certain aspects of their life. And I think that everybody can kind of relate to that. But um, as we were mentioning before, endings kind of either are like endings of relationships or endings of like, you know, family members passing and things like that. And Angel and I both, um, <laughs> this is going to sound so sad. We both don't have dads <laughs> um, because of, you know, death, various deaths. And um she is going to share like kind of how that experience shaped her. So I'm assuming that's probably, is that the closest person you've had pass away? Yeah, definitely. Um, and that happened not super long ago, right? Yeah. It frequent, happened, or recently. Uh, let's see, this is 2018. Uh, it happened in 2011. So seven years ago. Okay. Which is crazy. Well, still pretty it's, recent. But yeah, yeah, so how did that, like, so was he sick and you knew he was sick? Or? No, it was sudden. He died of a heart attack on Valentine's Day. Oh. Yeah, so that was intense. Um, my dad was my best friend and, like, everything to me and yeah. taught me about everything. Um, he was the best person. And, you know... At the end of his life, like, you know, it's like he smoked his whole life mm -hmm. and ate like shit his whole life. And in the last like few years of his life, like he really started to like deteriorate himself and you could see it. Uh, and I like try to help him. I was like, mm -hmm. look, if you're going to eat fast food, like I bought him. There was this book that was called Eat This, Not That. Uh -huh. And it was like, if you're going to eat fast food, like here's the fast food things like at each fast food restaurant that you can eat. That's not like crazy the bad worst yeah <laughs> that they would be like this is the worst like don't order this worst thing yeah 
you if you're gonna eat here like you could order this and it's like not the like absolute that. worst um he did not take that book for <laughs> did not read that book yeah um and i'm pretty sure like everything that he would order at fast food was like the things in the book that were like don't order this <laughs> um, but they're delicious yeah they are um so he was just a really stubborn guy and um he didn't like doctors, so mm-hmm. it was like, you know, he would have problems or whatever, but wouldn't go to the doctor. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people do that, which is like a bummer. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I feel like it's like some weird combination of like being poor mm-hmm. and being like stubborn, sort of. Well, it's embarrassing. Like, I mean, like my mom like needs dentures and we're like getting them for her but like she didn't want to tell me because she's like a little bit embarrassed by it and i'm like that sucks like don't be embarrassed by it but like i feel like being poor there's like a weird shame about it totally and i mean i get it like i feel like you do too like grew up poor but it's just like kind of hard to like break someone's mindset on that you know totally but yeah keep going i mean but i you know i he wouldn't go to a doctor for I, which I think like you know I just think is a various of reasons like he didn't want to spend the money on it and mm-hmm. he like he didn't want to know and I sort of like understand that and get that that it's like if there's something wrong with me he was always like if there's something wrong with me like I don't want to know like he act, he died exactly how he wanted to die he's like <laughs> I want to just drop dead he was like I want to have a giant heart attack and just drop dead he's like I don't want to like have like a small heart attack and then go to the hospital and then be in the hospital for months and spend, like, the last three months of my life, like, in a hospital bed. Like, yeah. I, d- I don't want to live my life like that. Um, so he died exactly the way that he wanted to die of a massive heart attack. Um, and, like, I, you know, he died on Valentine's Day, which was, like, a Monday, I think. Mm-hmm. And I didn't find out until the Friday afterwards. Oh, my God. That he wasn't around. Um, Did he they was, not contact you? That's- well, he was, like, living in, like, this, like, back house mm-hmm. on, like, a, on this property. Yeah. And so, like, on Friday, after he had passed away, which nobody knew, um, mm-hmm. the landlord of the property the guy that like lived in the main house facebook messaged me actually because also when my dad moved in i like told the owner of the property i was like if you ever need anything because also like my dad was like like i said he was sort of deteriorating towards the end of his life and like he was a little bit difficult and i was also i I don't know my my dad also like started preparing me for his death when i was like 14 or something (laughs) like he was like one day i'm gonna die and like you need to be like okay with it and like be aware of it and it's a thing that's gonna happen and whatever and i remember when i was like 14 and 15 he would drive me to school every day and pick me up from school and drive me home and every day in the car he -hmm. would talk to me about how he was gonna die oh my gosh and i think it was kind of good right i'm you know i'm i i think i talk about that stuff openly totally yeah it like destigmatizes it right and i think that part of the reason that he did that though too was his dad passed away when he was 16, Mm -hmm. suddenly, of a heart attack (laughs) wow, in a car. My dad died of a heart attack next to a car. Very strange. Mm. Um, But he, I think that he, and my my grandfather, my dad's dad, 
uh, died, my grandfather was like 42, I mm-hmm. think, when he died, maybe. I want to say like maybe 46 at the oldest. Like he was definitely like mid-early 40s when he passed away. Mm-hmm. And my dad was 16. And so my parents had me super late. Like my dad was 41 when I was born. Oh, okay. So I just think that he always felt like he was on borrowed time. Mm-hmm. That like I think he always thought he would die young and that when he like lived to be 50, he was like, okay, I'm not dying when I'm in my like 40s. That means I'll die when my daughter's 16 (laughs) was like his, you know, thought or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why when I was 14, he started preparing me for a death that he assumed would come in (laughs) two years. Um, And so then when I was 16, when I started driving myself to school, I remember I would come home every day thinking that I was going to like find my dad dead because – he was so... That's a little stressful, though. Yeah, it was. And it was. It was stressful. Yeah. A little bit. Um, but it was also just something I was, like, used to. So it Inevitable. Didn't seem that stressful. Yeah, I don't know. It was strange. Um, I was, like, talking to my therapist about something. Mm-hmm. I, or, like, I don't know exactly what I was saying. And I was, like, yeah, like, when my anxiety gets really bad, like, it's this or whatever... It, and then he's like, and then I was like, but normally, like, I, you know, it's just this. And he's like, so what you think is normal is anxiety. What you think is anxiety is like insanity anxiety. I don't even know how you're functioning. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> you're like, oh. That's good to know. Uh, so I feel like it was sort of something like that where it was like, oh, this is just normal anxiety. It's not yeah. like crazy, uh, whatever. So, yeah. So I, you know, in high school, always thought that I would come home to find him dead and I didn't. And so then by the time I went off to college, mm-hmm. I'd sort of, not forgotten about it, but it sort of like what I was talking about earlier is that it's like if it doesn't affect your everyday life, yeah. then you can, you know, kind of not think it about it. Yeah. yeah. Like ignore it. Um, <laughs> so I feel like that's what I did. And so then I sort of forgot it. Like while I was in college, I sort of forgot about the idea of like, you know, coming home to find him dead because I wasn't coming home Yeah. Um, every day. You know, I was only coming home, you know, holidays and mm-hmm. summers and stuff, whatever. So, um he, you know, when he did die, I was 25. Mm-hmm. Um, or I was I was 24. I think, yeah, I was 24. And, I, like, he died in February on Valentine's Day in 2011. I was 24. And then I turned 25, um, like, in August mm-hmm. that, that year afterwards. So, yeah, whatever. So he, you know, the, the landlord had contacted me facebook to be like hey i haven't seen your dad in a few days like just wondering if you've talked to him oh weird and the last time i talked to him was actually on the friday before he passed away so Mm -hmm. that was uh february 10th no february 9th and we actually had a really nice conversation that's good it was like maybe the best conversation like best conversation we had had of late Mm -hmm. Excuse me, like, he, all the other conversations we had had before that, we would get in fights about stuff, and he was just, like, angry and upset and blah, 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 and, you know, I remember on Valentine's Day, I, he always, the other thing, too, is he always loved Valentine's Day. (laughs) Like, I got presents on my birthday and Christmas and Valentine's Day. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that was his, he really liked Valentine's Day. Um and so I remember on Valentine's Day that year, I was going to call him to wish him happy Valentine's Day. But then I was like, uh, like, I'm not going to, like, be able to see him. And I don't know if that's going to, like, make him sad for me to, like, call yeah. him and say happy Valentine's Day. And, like, 
I can't see him. Like, I, I don't even know if he realizes that it's Valentine's Day. I yeah. was like, I don't know if I should, you know, even bother calling him. So I didn't call him that day. Yeah. Um, which, like, obviously in retrospect, wish I would have. <laughs> um, but, you know, we found out. So Friday, the, the landlord called me and told me that. I called my uncle. I called some friends of his to see if anybody's talked to him. Like, nobody's talked to him. Like, I was actually the last person to talk to him. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, and they, you know, I filed, like, a missing persons report with the police because I was like, I don't know what to yeah. do. Like, um, and I called my uncle, his brother, and I was like, you know, have you talked to my dad? He's like, no. I was like, I guess I'm going to file this missing persons report. He's like, okay, well, like, call me when you're done and, like, let me know. And I was like... Okay, so I called him. And now it's like Friday night at like 7 o'clock at night. Yep. It's starting to rain. And it's like the Friday that's leading into like Memorial Day weekend. which mm-hmm. Or not Memorial Day weekend, President's Day weekend, mm-hmm. which is after Valentine's Day. And um, told him, you know, I filed this report. So, okay. And he was like, all right, well, we need to go like – because the landlord called me and told me that my dad's car like wasn't in front of the property. It like, mm. wasn't there. And he's like, the car's usually there. And so that's why we were like, well, did he go somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Just like not tell anybody. Like, we don't know. And so my uncle's like, call, you know, I call him and told him that I filed this missing persons report. And he's like, all right, well, we got to go look for the car. Yeah. He's like, what? <laughs> I was like, it's like, now it's like almost eight o'clock at night yeah. on like Friday night. And it's starting to rain. And I'm just like, what? Okay. Like, we can go in the morning. He's like, no, like, this is your dad. Like, we're going now. Like, yeah. Well, this is what we're doing. Oh I was gosh. like, oh my God. Okay, well, I've been like running around at work all day. I haven't even, I bought like a Subway sandwich at like two o'clock that yeah. I haven't eaten. I'm starving. I was like, I haven't been able to be at my desk. Like I have some emails I have to like respond to or whatever. <laughs> and um, he was like, okay, well, I have to go pick up the kids at school and like bring them home anyway or whatever. And I was like, okay. He's like, but let's do that. And then I'll just like meet you over at your dad's. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and uh, so I like eat my sandwich. I you know, respond to my emails, whatever, get my car. I'm driving over the – this is in L.A. I, work in, I was working in West Hollywood. I had to, like, drive over the hill because my dad lived in the valley. Mm-hmm. Like, my uncle lived in Santa Clarita, so he was coming from, like, a totally different direction. But, like, there would eventually be a place where we would, you know, get on the same – he actually could have gone another way, too. And, like <laughs> – but somehow I'm on the freeway. I'm, like, a couple exits from where I need to get off, and, like, my uncle is calling me on the phone. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, what? And I, like, answer the phone. I was like, what? And he's like, look to your left. And I was like, what? And he's like, look to your left. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> and I look to my left, and he's, like, driving, like, right next to me. <laughs> and he's like, this isn't a good sign. And I was like, what? what? And he was like, how did we end up, like, on the freeway at the exact same time at the exact same place? Like, we just said, like, meet over here later. Like, it wasn't, like, meet me there at 9. It was, yeah. like, meet me there later. And I was like, I don't know. He's like, this isn't a good sign. So, like, we get to my dad's house. And I was like, all right, I'll try to see if I can, like, get on his computer to see if I can, like, log into his bank statements to see, like, where, you know, yeah. super detective. <laughs> so I get in the house. Or I, like, get to the house. And my uncle's, like, actually, on the way to the house, we drive by a parking lot and we see a car. My dad drove this white Suburban. That was important part of the story. Mm-hmm. Registered in my name. Oh. And um, we see a car that... A suburban that looks it's a white suburban we pull up to it and we look and it's not the car and my uncle's like that's not the car but it could be and i was like what <laughs> are you fucking talking about and i was like okay so we go to my dad's house 
And I like park my car. My uncle doesn't. He's like, all right, you go inside. He's like, I'm going to look for the car. I was like, the fuck are you going to look yeah. for the car? Like, this is L.A. Like, this is like Every, a yeah. huge place. Like, it's not like it's a small town and there's only like the general store yeah. and like whatever. Like, he, you know, he was living in like the heart of the valley at this time that like there's tons of shit everywhere. Like, he could have gone fucking anywhere. Yeah. And, um... And especially, like, outside of, like, the area that we were living in. So I'm, like, looking, trying to get on his computer. I eventually, like, call the bank. And I'm trying to talk to the bank to ask them to give me the the records. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me, like, where the last place he used his ATM card was or his debit card, whatever. They, like, won't. My uncle's, like, blowing up my phone. I keep clearing the calls. And then my uncle yeah. calls the, like, landlord. And the landlord comes in and is, like, your uncle's on the phone. I was, like, I know. Can you tell him, like, I'm on the phone with the bank? Like, I... Don't have time to talk to him. Yeah. And the landlord's like, no, he found the car. Oh, shit. And I was like, what? And I, like, hang up on the bank, talk to my uncle. And I was like, you found the car? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. He's like, come over here. And I was like, what the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. And I was like, you don't know? Well, I don't know how to get to you if you can't tell me where you are. Yeah. And he's like, I was like, I don't know. He's like, I'm in a CVS parking lot. And I was like where he's like i don't know just get over here cvs parking lot hangs up on me it's like the fuck so this is like you know 2011 yeah i don't i didn't have an iphone yet i had a blackberry but it did have google maps on it (laughs) so i look up cvs on my google maps on my blackberry and there are two cvs's equidistant from the house (laughs) and i'm just like fucking hell so i'm like all right if i was my dad and i was going to cvs i think i would go to this cvs because it's like in the direction back towards like where we used to live mm-hmm. versus the other one that's like for I don't know that was my like logic yeah that was right yeah <laughs> I got to the right CBS um and then it was just like this whole saga of like we called 911 they sent these two like rookie cops that like didn't know anything or like what to tell us yeah. or like anything but my uncle's like a master manipulator and <laughs> somehow he like got on the phone with like the I don't even like got on the phone with the fire department that somehow transferred him to the hospital to the coroner's office. I don't know what like he got transferred multiple times. Was on the phone for like forty five minutes mm-hmm. and like convinced this woman into like <laughs> describing a body that they had there that I guess they're like not supposed to do. Oh, like they're yeah. not allowed to like tell you over the phone like yeah anything about what I, like you have to come down and file this paperwork. But my uncle like manipulated it out of this yeah. woman. Um, and then found out that it was, in fact, my dad that was there. Oh, gosh. And so I was, like, so mad because I'm, like, how did nobody contact me? Like, yeah. this car is, like, red. Like, it, it ended up he had a heart attack next to this the Suburban. Yeah. That's, like, registered to my name. So if you run the plates on that car. Yeah, that's so weird. It goes to no my one... name. Yeah. And I, like, ended up talking to, like, a cop later or something. They're, like, oh, yeah, we, like, went out to, like, this Glade address or something, which is, like, when my parents divorced, it was, like, the apartment my mom moved into. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, they had divorced. Yeah. Like, I'm his child. I'm registered. My yeah. address, my information. Like, why are you going to, like, his ex-wife's old apartment that she doesn't even live in anymore? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, that was, like, really upsetting. Oh my God. Yeah. And, like, I remember, then like, you know, there was, like, this holiday weekend. So, it was, like, horrible because I found this out on, like, Friday night and I, like, couldn't the coroner's office you know isn't open on the weekends oh god so and the holiday wait. yeah so to wait like three days how miserable that I'm was so sorry yeah it was really fucking miserable yeah that's like 
that's such an insane like ending story i'm like very sorry you had to experience that what uh like did you just kind of like go into shock or was it kind of like instant that you could like feel the feelings or it was i think it was both yeah it was like shock and horrible sadness um and i mean and i it was definitely you know uh, my like one of my roommates in college her dad passed away Mm -hmm. i think like my dad passed away in february i think hers passed away in like the october before Mm -hmm. and i think we ended up talking about it maybe like a year later oh actually i think it was like the year anniversary of like her dad's death like she posted something like in october Mm -hmm. you know saying like oh this is the anniversary of like my dad's death but like it's been a year whatever and i was like oh my god like i didn't realize that your dad passed away like mine passed away in february yeah and we just started talking about how like we both just sort of shut down from everything yeah like it's like a strange depression that's so different than like a romantic relationship Mm -hmm. depression because it's like the romantic relationship depression I feel like you're you're so you're so like emotional about it or you're so like it's so dramatic I feel like you blame yourself more too probably like I feel like a death ending is like you can't like it's you not can't you. do yeah and 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 the death ending you can't do anything about it yeah it's not like oh I, you know if i lose a bunch of weight they'll not be dead like yeah. no like <laughs> it yeah. doesn't you know it's it's not like it's like oh, or like oh if i you know cut my hair yeah they'll not be dead it's so powerless yeah they're there there's literally nothing you can do so i think that's why it's like this weird you just become like numb to everything and like literally like just nothing matters but mm-hmm. in a different way than like when you're hurt from a relationship and nothing matters yeah i mean life is so interesting and then when it's completely over it's like what are you supposed to do after that and there's like not like i feel like no one really has like a great answer because there's not a good answer well it's like you just have to like redefine it's like when you have someone in your life pass away like that, that was such an integral part of your life and who you are and all of these things that it's like you literally have to just sort of redefine. Did you ever like get a closure moment with like your dad's passing like that you can kind of like pinpoint like was it like at the funeral or anything like that or kind of no? No, I mean, you know, the funeral happens so soon mm-hmm. after the death that I, you're not getting any kind of closure from that at yeah. all the fucking funeral is such a also so stressful to just like plan a funeral like yeah and when you're an only child and your parents are divorced yeah. it's also really stressful and it's really expensive yeah. and you get a lot of debt from it when your parents when you're yeah. poor and your parents don't have health in, or like life insurance yeah um so yeah majority of my debt that i have is from my dad's funeral mm-hmm and um my uncle really wanted to do an open casket oh god <laughs> so he like for and like we did an open casket for my grandmother as well mm-hmm. so it's like i had already done this open casket thing which i remember was weird that's and, a like, catholic thing right yeah fucking catholic families mm-hmm. and like they want you to like touch the body and like yeah. kiss the fucking body yeah no <laughs> it is so fucking weird and i remember being 12 and having to do that with my grandmother and they're like kiss her on the forehead kiss her on the forehead 
And so I did. And I remember doing it. And it's like, it's so gross and weird because it's like the skin on your forehead, like Mm -hmm. if you touch it, like it moves, you know? But this was just like hard, solid, like Oh gosh, because they had to put like the embalming yeah, stuff in it. Yeah, it was so gross. So I remember having to do that. And so then it was like, my uncle like wanted me to do that with my fucking dad. And I like couldn't do it. I think I ended up like touching his hand or something. And it was just like so, and I remember like, I, I remember like getting in the chapel and like just sitting at the back of the chapel and like seeing the casket up at the front. And I like couldn't go up there. Yeah. And my uncle was just like up there, like all over the fucking casket. And... <laughs> He eventually, like... Your uncle seems like a character. Yeah, he's quite the character. <laughs> and he eventually, like, you know, I had, like, a bunch of friends there. And, like, mm-hmm. some, my like my boss at the time was there. And, like, my coworker um, came to the funeral. And, like, my best friends came to the funeral. And they were all, like, sitting up in the front three rows. And I was just, like, in the back. Like, the very last row of the chapel. Just, like, couldn't get close and my uncle like came over and like grabbed me by the hand he's like you gotta do it and I was like I don't want to yeah and he's like you gotta do it and I'm like no and then it was like we just got closer and closer and closer and I was just like it's just yeah surreal surreal scene. yeah so I guess I mean obviously there's like that's like kind of that ending is like there's never really a like cut ending you know like there's always residual feelings on that specific kind of relationship end i mean because it's like so permanent but then you have like all those memories that are like associated with it totally the memories i feel like are what fuck you <laughs> yeah absolutely. but in a good way too i mean right it's good and memories, yeah but. no exactly they're they're good and bad for sure is there like any point where you like kind of came to terms with it like do you remember like when that happened yeah it's like or was it kind of like quickly you know i it's so hard to say because it's like you know it's like death is dealing with death is such a process that you go through so many different kinds of emotions that like you haven't dealt with before especially like you know if you haven't dealt with somebody close to you dying um and like I said, it, you know, when this when this happened, I I sort of like went numb from this. I was saying like my college roommate, her dad died, and mm-hmm. we talked about it, you know, like right after the year anniversary of her dad passing away, and we were both saying that like we were just so numb from it, and like that nothing matters, and that you just like literally, you just like you're doing the motions of life, yeah. like you just keep doing them. And at the time, I was, uh, you know, I was in a relationship with this guy that I had only been in a relationship with for like six months mm-hmm. um, when my dad passed away. And like about a year after my dad passed away, like I, I think that was about the the turning point. It's like a year after he passed away, I sort of like, I feel like I sort of like woke up from the numbness mm-hmm. that I was like, I'm fucking miserable. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I am so miserable. Like... I am miserable at my job. I'm miserable in my relationship. Like, I'm just, like, overall, like, miserable in life. And I've been miserable, but I haven't realized it because I've been, like, numb to everything. And I've just been, like, actively sort of, like, ignoring everything that's been going on and just been, like, going on with things. So 
I, you know, so that was like sort of like, I, it wasn't something that was like, oh, I got over, you know, or came to terms. I don't know. That was like, I guess it, I sort it's of just came, kind of you came to terms. Yeah, with I sort of came to terms with it a little bit at that point. And then it wasn't until, you know, I went to, I, you know, I got into another relationship and that relationship ended and I like went to therapy after that relationship mm-hmm. ended because I was so fucked up from that relationship ending that like I sort of realized in therapy that like part of the reason that I was so fucked up, like that relationship was like the first relationship I had after my dad passed away. Yeah. And so it was like that relationship ending was sort of just me not only dealing with that relationship ending, but dealing with my dad passed. Like it was like me sort of dealing with my dad passing away sort of all over again that it was like I never dealt with to begin with because yeah. I just ignored it the whole time. Yeah, totally. Um, well, let's go ahead and take a little bit of a break, breather. Thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> no. um, but yeah, I mean, I think that there's never like, like there's an end, but it's never like, it's, that's going to sound so sad. It's like <laughs> never going to end, obviously, right. because there's, you know, the residual um, emotions and things like that. But let's go ahead and transition into this playlist and we'll be back. Um, this is BFF.FM on Slightly Sobbing. Just wasn't enough Now you want to communicate 
Thank you guys for staying tuned. This episode was on endings and we had the very special guest with us, Angel. So I appreciate you all for staying tuned and I hope that you have a great rest of your day. Happy Wednesday. And you know, if you're worried about endings, they're gonna get better and you just gotta work through them. I hope that you guys all enjoyed this episode and thank you for staying tuned on BFF.FM. I am your host, Sensitive Urban Female, and I hope that these types of shows just give you a little bit more, I don't know, happiness, even though happiness is fleeting, per usual. Thank you again, and I hope that you guys have a great rest of your day and life.
Hey.